So full of that anxiety, packing your bags for a vacation here in July. Southwest Airlines, by the way, if you're on your way to the airport, is inspecting nearly 200 of its aircraft after one of its planes made an emergency landing yesterday in West Virginia. A one-foot-by-one-foot hole was blown in the rear of the plane's fuselage. It's not known what caused the damage. Just adding to your anxiety, I hadn't flown for a couple of months, and I went to Oklahoma City last month, ended up... uh, being bumped off of two flights. My bags were lost. Yes, it was very, very different than even the last time I'd flown, and it's only going to get worse. Joining us now, Michelle Higgins, travel reporter for the New York Times here in the studio. Michelle, thanks for being with us. Good morning. And Grace Andrews is founder and chief executive of Ignite. It's a corporate change company in Massachusetts, but uh, Grace, up there in Boston, you travel once a week, basically, right? You at least, yes. And it really is only going to get worse. Capacity is shrinking, and the amenities are really a memory. Uh, and, uh, you know, what do you look forward to over the next couple of months, Grace? I look forward to, um, as I say, I feel like when I walk into the airport, they should be playing the theme from Mission Impossible, where you're dodging and weaving and trying to find what's the best entry into actually getting to your plane. And that's just the beginning of the headaches. And I imagine we're going to have more of that. Now, Michelle Higgins, it used to be we would try to scam our way into an upgrade to first class, but uh, these days you just scam your way to get to your destination, right? Well, it's really hard to navigate the system right now because capacity, as you were saying, has been cut so much. And this coming fall, we're going to see more capacity cuts coming as well, making it even more cumbersome for travelers. Uh, In September, the number of seats on domestic flights will drop to 66.5 million. That's the lowest September figure we've seen since 1984. And that's just the number of seats. We basically have gone back to 1984, but we're certainly not feeling like we felt in 1984 when we were flying on planes, right, Michelle? No, because we've got, um, you know, especially for travelers who are not flying directly out of a hub airport, because they have to now, you know, find a flight that may take them a day to get to their destination instead of a couple of hours where, you know, flight cut routes have been cut and they no longer have a direct route. So they'll have to take a oh. plane or two to so get with, there. So with fewer planes, the math is more difficult to make the whole hub system work out and the, the likelihood of errors is, is much, much higher. Grace Andrews, if it looks like the flights are full, doesn't it seem as though the airlines are doing really well as a business matter? Well, not if you have been flying for 20 years like I have, because you know very well that just because they're full doesn't mean the airlines are doing well. In fact, what it means is that there is less and less opportunity for those of us who do need to travel to actually get on the plane or get a direct flight. So it's, it, they're not fooling me. Grace, you know, I'm someone who also travels quite a bit, and what I find is The question becomes for me, do I uh, try to fly one carrier most of the time and then, you know, become someone who they're less likely to bump, or do I go based on price? Because sometimes if you stick with one carrier, they just don't have the right fare. I mean, what do you do or what would you advise? So what I advise, and, and I hadn't had to do this for years, but I've gone back to having a really great travel agent. <laughs> it's it's worth the fee, actually, and the fees are getting less even um, with the travel agents because they can quickly assess, quicker than you can even online, assess 
what seats are open, what you can get on, and more importantly, being able to change on a dime to, to John's point where he had to be bumped off of two, two planes and lose his luggage. A travel agent, while you're landing and you know you're going to miss the connection or it's ca canceled, they can get you on another carrier. So I go for how am I going to get there the quickest. But what's the fee? Like, give me an example. So, for example, to, uh, now our travel agent used to be $50 uh, to process a ticket. It has now gone down to 25 mm. hmm. And so it's, it's really worth it. And then they're, they're with you. You know, they're, they're with you in that trauma as you try to navigate your way an from actual, one location to An actual human, and, and your ability to get on a flight doesn't depend on the Wi-Fi connection in some exactly. uh, sort of departure lounge. Michelle Higgins, you write the uh, Practical Traveler column for the New York Times. You know, I, I'm sympathetic to what Grace is saying here. I actually believe a travel agent more than I believe the online stuff. Is that just me, or are there reasons to not trust unless somebody actually hands you a ticket? Well, a lot of people have been turning back to travel agents recently for the reasons that Grace was talking about, because they're an actual advocate for you if something goes awry. You know, but, you know, just like anything else, they're, they're really good travel agents that specialize in, you know, getting you on and off planes and, you know, managing your schedules, you know, for, especially for business travelers. Um, but travel agents have been specializing in specific niches because their industry has been hard hit as but well. So. It sounds like you're describing a rehab counselor, not, not like <laughs> someone who's enabling you to do something fun. You know, it's like, we'll help you. We'll, we'll, we'll get you through it. It'll be fine. I mean, it's the whole spirit of vacationing by air has has, has vanished. Right. Well, show. the getting to and from, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Oh, aside from that. Right. <laughs> Aside from Once the getting get to there. and from. Well, Michelle Higgins, a travel reporter for the New York Times, writing the Practical Traveler column. Uh, Grace Andrews, give us one last tip before we go. And my one last tip is pack light or pay the fee because standing in that line and going through all your stuff is not worth it. All right. Grace Andrews, founder and chief executive of Ignite. It's a corporate change company in Massachusetts. She travels once a week. That's a good tip. Grace and Michelle, thanks. Thank you.